Welcome to the Christ Life Ministries podcast. We hope you enjoy this message by Pastor Olubi Johnson. For more information about this podcast and our other resources, please visit spcconline.org. God bless you. But I am carnal, sold under sin. Now, theologians and Bible scholars will say, this proves that he was talking about before he got born again. No! He was talking about when he was a younger Christian. All of us start carnal. You can't help it. Because when you get born again, your flesh does not get born again. Your mind does not get born again. So the sin nature is still in your mind and in your flesh, which is what makes you carnal. The word carnal comes from carnival, which means flesh, you know, which just, just means natural. All of us. But as you grow, you grow out of carnality into spirituality. For I could not write unto you as unto spiritual, but as unto carnal. Corinthian church. Come behind in no gift. Speak in tongues and confuse the whole church. Yet they were carnal. He said, where there is among you envy and strife. Are you not carnal? Uh, but, but every Christian is like that at first. That's why you have to grow. Pastor Laulu said it today when he was doing the drugs. Everybody say, grow up. Everybody scream, grow up. Everybody shout, grow up. Otherwise, you remain carnal. This is not Paul's experience before he was born again. His experience when he was born again. And I'll prove it to you. So he now explains his dilemma. Which all of us have experienced if we are honest. For that which I do, I allow not. For what I would, that do I not. What I hate, that do I. How many of that happened to before? Ah, we have only a few honest people here. Remember all liars will go to hell. Oh? <laughs> all of us. Without exception. Now, he now clarifies. I love this. Verse 17. No, verse 16. If then I do that which I would not, I consent unto the Lord that it is good. No wrong ten commandments. Now then, it is no more I that do it, but the sin that dwelleth in me. See the clarification? He didn't say sins, he said sin. Nature. Am I helping anybody here? God, you know when God gave me this message? He gave me sister said when I was abroad. This is September. He said it's the first message you preach when you get home. He said because it's going to be the foundation for the new year. They, you're not going to be able to go far in some of these other things if this is not there. I'll tell you another thing. I'm, I'm, I'm preempting my new MA message. But I, I think I told Laulu. Because Laulu was in England with us. That day, what happened was I came. You know, we just finished Feast of Tabernacles here in Nigeria. And I was asking God. I said, why hasn't the glory come? We all expected it. And I had so many signs. I had in my own personal life. Even our books all came out. You know, remember? 
Everything. I said, ah, it's this year. It's this year. In Jesus' name, it's this year. And lo and behold, it didn't come. So, I asked God. I said, God, why, 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 why? I can never forget it. I was in Heathrow Airport. I traveled alone. I was going back. That was before Laolu came. You know, my luggage was coming. To show you how I remember it. Then the Holy Spirit said to me, he said, it hasn't come yet because the church is not ready. I said, Lord, but I'm ready. No, I'm being honest. I, because I knew I was, you know. I was doing all of that. I'm not, I'm not a hypocrite. I was doing all of these things and I knew this was a... He said, yes, you were ready. He said, but a lot of your people were not ready. He said, and if I had come, you would be crying. Are the casualties that would have occurred. And he said, even you are not as ready as you think you are. He said, you are ready. He didn't take that from me. He said, but you are not as ready as you think you are. He said, and a lot of your people are not ready at all. He said, therefore, you guys have another two or years or so for preparation. Just like Joseph. Joseph thought he was ready. And he interpreted the dream. He said, you have interpreted the Feast of Tabernacles. You got all the revelation. Everything you said is correct. Perfect. Nothing wrong with it. He said, but you're not ready. Because it's not you alone. It's a company. And many of them are not ready. Then he began to download these messages to me. He said, they're going to need this to get ready. <clears throat> I had one thank you, sir. Just one. Larry Nicole, because it's my cousin. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> but seriously, nobody knows, including those of us who are preaching it, the intensity of the power of God that is going to come when the glory comes. We only have Moses who was so close to God. Who used to stay in the presence of God. He said, I exceedingly fear and quake. God said, and what's coming is going to be outstrip what Moses ever got. Scripture. The Lord whom you seek shall Thank God he didn't come. Shall suddenly come to his temple. And he will be like a refiner's fire. You know what I said? What a word, Pastor Ibrahim. Who shall stand when he appeareth? The implication, many will fall when he appears. Thank God. God, he didn't come in 2023. Come for New Year's message. You can hear more about it. Ah! I'll interpret. You know, it's from Yoruba. I remember when we were children again, you know, I remember my secondary school, you know, when results come out after exam. 
I can I, I still remember form three, form four, form five. You know, things like physics and ad maths and chemistry. Ah, people say, ah, okusu. <laughs> it means most people failed. Ah, thank God it didn't come. Okubasu. Even this fundamental, people haven't got it. Talk less of the more advanced things that we're going to download over the 2024. Amio, <laughs> go back to Romans 7. Are you still on my side? Let's do that exercise again. If you ask, give me a wave offering. <laughs> Wave offering, oh, wave offering, wave offering. Everybody, everybody who is not waving is in danger of hellfire. <laughs> I'm only joking. <laughs> you know why? The Bible says all liars. And you're not a liar in Jesus' name. Now, I wave the second hand. Now, I clap the two of them. Mm-hmm. We will soon finish so you can go to rice and, and, and beans. That's the thing that's not letting you be ready. <laughs> You prioritize natural things above spiritual things. What I'm giving you is more valuable than anything you are looking outside for. It is no more I that do it, but sin that dwelleth in me. Now, let's move on. <clears throat> Excuse me. Jesus is Lord. Now, in verse 18, now makes a distinction. This is where you need revelation knowledge. He said, for I know that in me. Then he puts it in bracket. Not my spirit. Not the man in Christ Jesus. That is in my flesh. Dwelleth no good thing. For to will is present with me. But how to perform that which is good, I find not. How many people have experienced this? Remember again. How many people have experienced this? I expect everybody to be waving up. Because there is nobody who has not experienced this. Verse 19. For the good that I would not, I would, I do not. But the evil that I would not, that I do. How many people have experienced that? I'm going to ask an embarrassing question this time. Don't put your hand up. How many people are still experiencing it? (laughs) Hello? How many people are following me? It's the truth. May we love truth. Because until you love truth, you will not be free. For if you continue in my word, then I desire, and you will know the truth, and the truth will set you free. Am I talking to anybody? I don't want to do you well. Let me read this in one of the modern translations. Yes. New International Version says, For I do not do the good I want to do, but the evil I do not want to do, this I keep on doing. How many has that happened to? Is this in nature? Until you deal... You see, we've all made the same mistake. And what is it? We've all tried to solve the sins. So you do something, ah, oh God, I'm so sorry. Oh, God, I would never do that again. La, 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 la. But you don't deal with the nature that caused it. 
You're running around in circles. You've got to deal firstly with the nature. Then you deal with the deeds. And then I'm getting the end to close my message. If you start doing that, you know what's going to happen? You will see that the frequency and the gravity of your sins begins to drop like an exponential decay. And then it asymptotically approaches zero. Those of you who don't do math, you don't understand what I'm talking about. If you see the graph, graph is like that. It comes from a high value. Then it starts getting lower and lower and lower and lower and lower. Then after that, it starts going to zero. So the farther you go in time, the more it approaches zero. It's called an asymptote. Hold on, I'll you how. God was like, wait, wait, enemy. That's before they say I'm mad. You know, they say something about Paul. Welcome to the club. If you're, if you're revelation knowledge like us, you're, they're going to start saying that about you. They said that about Jesus. They said, the man is mad. They said, how much this man let us have he never learned? Say, did we not say he has a devil? Let's say it in Yoruba. Ah, so where be. That's what they said about him. When you're walking revelation knowledge, you are peculiar to the average man. Even the Christian. They don't understand what you're talking about. <clears throat> Verse 21. I find then a law. I will say a law. This is law, sin and death in operation. That when I would do good, I didn't hear you. Evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God, after the inward man, this is showing you he's born again. It's not when he was a sinner. The inward man was not born again. You know, this is born again here. Even Galatians really settles it. Because we write the born again spirit filled Christian. Said the flesh lost against spirit, spirit against the flesh. So I don't know where the theologians got that thing from. That this is Paul's experience before. That's why they were roaming through Romans. You know, before he got born again. No! This is the experience of a Christian when he's in his growing years when he's still carnal. It's to born again Christians. Am I talking to anybody here? Uh, you will pass this course. You must pass it. Overcoming sin and condemnation. I'm going to get condemnation in a minute. I've re- actually dealt with it, but I'm going to close shortly. It says, For I delight in the law of God after the unworthy man, but I see another law. The law of the spirit of life. Uh, sorry, law of sin and death. In my members, in my physical body, warring against the law of my mind. Ha! Huh, what a sad story. Bringing me into captivity to the law of sin which is in my members. Has that happened to you before? You want to do right and that, but that thing is so strong, it brings you down. It's happened to me many times. That's why I went to study this thing. I went, ah, I tongues fasting 1982, 1983. I said, God, train me the way you train Jesus. All this, I start downloading all this revelation. I said, ah, this thing can be, it can't be done. They have told us it cannot be done. You know what the brethren said? They said, so long as you are in the flesh, you will always have the problem. You will only be free when you go to heaven. 
big lie. It's a lie. You can, you can overcome it. Overcome sin and condemnation. For you are not under law but under grace. Sin shall not have dominion over you. The nature will not have dominion over you. The deeds will not have dominion over you. Both of them. Uh. I just got another tweet from heaven. You know what God just told me? He said most of them don't want to be free from sin. They love it. There are some things they just like. Huh. I got another scripture, Pastor G. Onions, garlics, and leeks. God brought them out of Egypt, but Egypt was still in them. You know what I said? Our soul loathed this daily manna. Give us flesh that we will eat. We remember when we were in Egypt. Our onions and our garlic and our leeks. As for this Moses, we know not what has happened to him. Aaron, which is our priest today. Many of our, our bishops and our overseers. And yes, I will say it. I'm not mentioning names. But yes, make us golden calf. Make us gods that will take us back. It's happening as I'm speaking. Prophetic fulfillment. Many Christians still love sin. And they don't want the truth that will set them free from sin. They want to eat their cake and have it. Enjoy sin, get forgiveness and go to heaven. It went very quiet. Almost a pin you could hear a drop. It's the truth. Holy Ghost is talking. They want to eat their cake and have it. And you know, Jesus has jail, forgive you, and all of that. So, you know, can, you know, so long as it's not too serious, you know, <laughs> and you know, God will be forgiven. And which is true, God will forgive you, and all of that. But it's going to rob you of your reward, it's going to rob you of your destiny, it's going to rob you of your resurrection, it's going to rob you of your glory. And if you're not careful, it'll rob you of heaven. Notice, I qualified it. If you're not careful. Many times, in order to avoid that, God kill you. Ahead of time. That's why many of our people are dying. Not because God doesn't love them. But because God loves them. Because if they continue like that, many of them will wind up in hellfire. Because although Jesus has paid the price, the wages of sin is still death. If you don't deal with it. <laughs> One of the apostles writes, I think it was Paul, maybe Jude, and some of them. He said, for you remember that the Lord, after he brought out the people from Egypt, destroyed them that believe not. Then he warns us about three people. Korah, Abel, Oh, what's the name of that boy? Cain and Balaam. Be careful. Don't love sin. Hate it. Thou hast loved righteousness and hated iniquity. Therefore, God, even. How many people want anointing? More anointing. So one without measure. 
It only comes to those who love righteousness and hate iniquity. Therefore, God has anointed thee with the oil of gladness above thy fellows. You may not love me at the end of this minute, but it's okay. You know what? God loves me. And God, me and God, we're a majority. So you love me, praise God. You don't love me, praise God. Amen. Give me, give me, go, go back to the confession. God will close. It's been worth every minute. You will not fail in this new year. 22, okay. Let's quickly finish Romans 7. Then I'll go to confession and close. Jesus help me. Hold on, you, you, uh, for I delight the law in the law of God after the inward man. You know, okay, we, we, we've read that. So you see, there's an inward man and an outer man. The sin nature is in the outer man. The divine nature is in the inner man. So what you're supposed to do is, I say it every Wednesday when I teach on perfection. You're supposed to use the blood, the word, and the spirit to get rid of the sin nature in the outer man. And the more you get rid of it, the closer you get to perfection. Perfection is a condition in which all that sin nature in the outer man is totally got rid of. 2 Corinthians chapter 7 verse 1. Having therefore these promises, the same promises he talked about in 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 4, that might become partakers of the divine nature. Having therefore these promises, let us cleanse ourselves from all, not some, filthiness of the flesh and the spirit, perfecting. That's where we get the word perfection from. Holiness in the fear of God. Did you get it? If you got it, say, Pastor, I got it. Then, no, give, give me a thumbs up, man. Say, Pastor, I got it. Okay, you know, she's American, dear. <laughs> All right. Oh, my God, Pastor G. Let, let's go back to the confession and close. So, I, I, I crucify the sin by the spirit, the sin nature and is lost in my soul and body that caused them. You see, when you understand this, you will never be under condemnation again. Because when you ever, even when you do something wrong, you know what caused it. So you condemn what caused it, the sin nature. You crucify it by the spirit and you get cleansed by the blood and you walk free. You should never be under condemnation. Never let Satan put you under condemnation because you understand what caused it. It is no more I that do it. I didn't say you didn't do it too. I'm saying well, it is not, not your born again spirit. You're, you're the real you that wants to do it. It is the sin that dwelleth in you. So what do you do? You condemn that sin, crucify it and cleanse it out. Once you understand that you will never be under condemnation. I got to close. How many people still on my side? Okay, so I receive mercy unto eternal life, according to Jude. That will soften my heart. To enable me to repent and to be faithful. The Bible says receive mercy to be faithful. Receiving wisdom and instruction. Spoke about in the book of Proverbs. Have victory and triumph over judgment. <clears throat> you need, because you see, every time there's a sin, judgment comes. Chastening comes. But if you are, this is why um, Proverbs chapter 28 verse 13 is very important. And this was a mistake David made. Says, he that hideth his sin will not prosper. But he that, everybody scream it, confesseth and forsaketh shall receive what? Mercy. It's not enough to confess. You must forsake. What does that mean? It doesn't mean you will never do it again. 
that's why where, where, where you're going. You know, so you don't get under condemnation and get tied up in all this sense knowledge, you know, um, legalistic um, uh, strings. What it means is this. You make the decision. Do you understand? To overcome that thing next time it comes around. That's what it means to forsake. I'll go a step further. When you forsake sin, not only do you make the decision not to do it again, you avoid it with every fiber of your being. That's why the Bible says, you know, Jesus said this. He said, lead us not into temptation. I said during the Bible study, don't go near it. What was the young man going the way of our house? If you are forsaken, why are you going the way of our house? Avoid sin. Don't, you know, as much as, and even when it comes, you know, like Joseph, the Bible said he left his cloth there and fled. He didn't want to do it, but he was still flesh. You know, and, and Satan was, you know, that woman looking into his eyes and, and you know, ah, I don't know more, love more. <laughs> he just put the cloth and, and the, boy, the boy fled. That's what you should do. And he told her in the book of Timothy, say, flee youthful lusts. Forsake is decision followed by action. Actions of avoidance, actions of abstinence, actions of wrong place, wrong movies, wrong books, wrong company. I got born again when I was 20. Young boy. I was in London. Well, when I dedicated my life to Christ. All kinds of temptation. You know, it's not like here. That place, there's no restriction. Nobody, nobody's thinking about, you know. And it's worse today. Yeah, you know, sex and all of that is just normal. Somebody said, was like, you know, in those days, play, uh, having sex is like playing tennis. That's how they think about it. They don't think, they don't think, they don't, it's not a big deal to them. But to God, it's sin. And it will kill you. Imagine a young boy in that kind of environment, you know, totally surrounded by the devil. I had, I had a church I was going to, but majority of the time I was not in church. I was on campus. I was in my hall. We even passed it these last few days. We drove past it. I told, I told Wally, I said, ah, that's my hall there. They're doing the reconstruction on it in Lillian Benson Hall. It was a postgraduate hall because I was in postgraduate, you see. So in that hall, we had married couples. You know, and then you have people like me who had, you know, double room, you know. But most of the time, I, I didn't have a roommate because I had medical guys who were on, um, what do they call this thing, postings. So sometimes, they'll, three weeks, I don't have anybody. Then they'll bring somebody else, then they'll, you know. <clears throat> so I was free. Free to do. <laughs> I don't do. <laughs> yeah, the temptations were terrible, and you know, I just got him born again for the Holy Spirit. And you know the devil. Bring all kinds of go, white and black. I'm being honest. You know? My first Christmas, 1979, I was alone. It's not like today. There was no mobile phone. There was nothing. You know? And my parents had money, but not that kind of money where I can fly to Nigeria and then come back. And you know, I just started. So I should, tell you, read your book. Which is what we sent you there to do. 
And I had some friends, not Christians, but nice guys. They said, oh, we're having a party. We're bringing some girls from Scotland. Come on. I mean, well, I know you're a pastor now. He said, but it doesn't matter. This is Christmas. You just come and join us. You know, just take a drink or two and then you come back downstairs. I almost went to. I must be honest, you know, because all liars will go to hell. It's the truth. I almost, you know, I, I, I the Satan, you come and rationalize your mind. You're not going to do anything now. I mean, you're not planning. I mean, this is Christmas. I mean, just go out with the boys, you know. And it was upstairs, you know. Just go, you know, just sit down. You won't drink alcohol, of course, you know, you're a Christian now. You won't smoke. Just take it, you know, just, and you're just, you know, listening to nice music. Just, you know. Ah, God help me. To kill me before I started. You know what I did? They said to me, they tried to convince me. They were being nice. They weren't being, you know, seriously. They weren't trying to set me up with any girl. No. They were just saying, ah, you are alone. I mean, just you alone. In that your room. You know. I mean, come on. In the winter. Thank you, Jerry. <laughs> you know. I said, thanks. Appreciate, but no. I, I, I can come. I said, okay. He went upstairs. I could hear the music. Bark, bark, bark. <laughs> it was time of Saturday night fever and uh, John Travolta and all of that. <laughs> Some of you weren't born. You don't know what song. <laughs> you know what I did? I put my headphones on. So it would drown out the noise. The Bible says, lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Don't go the way of a house. Then I put on Kenneth Hagin. So I was listening to Kenneth Hagin, you know, revelation knowledge, strong preaching. He drowned out and I slept. That's what happened that day. That's how God delivered me. Young people and old people, do not go the way of temptation. Don't go the way of a house. Don't put yourself in an environment and a situation where you can be compromised. Let's say it in one word. Abstain from all appearance. Not the evil of appearance. And God will keep you. Oh man, I got to close. Who's still on my side? Okay. So it is not your spirit that did it, but the sin nature of your spirit, soul and body. So that is what you condemn. You don't condemn yourself. Yourself is the real, your spirit. You crucify and cleanse it out. And over time, stand to your feet. Let's, go, let's close. Like I explained, that exponential decay. The sin, acts of sin, and the nature of sin in your soul and body will gradually, you know, it will reduce. And then with time, it will start approaching zero. I first heard that from Kenneth Copeland. Zero sin rate. Zero sin. I didn't believe it when I first heard it. I mean, I believed it, but I mean, I hadn't had the experience. But now, it's actually true. You can go for days without sinning. And even when you sin, it will be things like, you know, Laulu said what you shouldn't say, which he says sometimes. <laughs> I just pull in Laulu's leg. You know, ah! And I remember, oh, no, I shouldn't have said that. That kind of thing. All those other ones are gone. Gone forever. 
For sin will not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. Thank you for listening to this podcast. We believe these words have empowered you to live a victorious, transcendent life in Christ. Our mission is to equip God's people for service and build up the body of Christ until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. We encourage you to enjoy and share from thousands of resources, including books, sermons, prophecies, and articles available on our website, spcconline.org. Thank you, and God bless you.